Section86.com. We're changing the world of podcasting one show at a time. Podcast Season 15, Episode 2 and 124 in the series. I am your host, Nancy Drew Hughes, and I will never be champion. And I'm joined by three handicapped people this week. We have the 2006 and 2011 KSL champion, Mr. Amazing. We have the 2015 and the 2026 champion, Mr. Doug Hahn. And the 2002 champion, Mr. Brian Shatit. So let's get into the results of Week 1. We had Andy Vertaibo, Dave over Kevin, Doug over Brian. Bru- I'm sorry. Johnny Oberg over Dave Nanagay, Ty, Pal- Ty Palmer over Aaron, Eric over Travis, and on week two we had Doug over Eric, Brian over Ty Palmer, Andy over Nanagay, Aaron over Tybo, Kevin <laughs> on top of Oberg, and David Pate going balls deep into Travis. So let's move on to week number three. Kevin, yeah, he beat me. Eric over Palmer. This dominated you. Dominated. Yes. He, he, like he had, he had four, four guys. Margarine ever. Four, four guys. That's it. That's all it took. Just four dudes. And they completely went to town back there. All right. That so, sounds like a typical Saturday night for you. Yep. Uh, so then we had Eric over Palmer, Aaron over Oberg, which is surprising. Brian over Tybo, Pate over Nanagay, and Han over Peterson. Game of the weeks goes to who, Aaron? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go most recent. I'm going to go to week three. I'm going to say uh, Palmer over Hoofter, which I had that down incorrectly because I uh, put this before Eric decided to shit the bed and uh, lose to Ty in a uh, very spectacular fashion. Uh, but there there were a couple of other uh, pretty close and, and tight games that we saw there. Uh, Doug's win over Eric was also a pretty uh, pretty close one, but I think that the if you look at the last three weeks, probably biggest game was uh, Palmer over Hoofter. All right, Brian, your thoughts? Um, I agree a little bit on week three because uh, I, I Julio Jones basically was just a guy out there on the field who didn't get anything, so I, I, it should have probably been closer. But that would have been that's a really good game. Uh, it looks like the Dave's uh, Hanigay made an attempt to come back but that's that's closer to a toilet bowl game uh, i don't know about the other weeks but all i know is i'm two and one all right doug <laughs> um i have to agree hoofters and palmer's game was uh the closest and you had two high scoring uh games right there uh both of dave's did have a very like six points i think separated them both um so those were g- really good games obviously it's not going to be andy and kevin because that was just I mean, that was just a killing. It's what they call luck. I think they call it an abortion, but 
No, it was completely luck. He had you he had four guys decided that, hey, we're gonna score over thirty points this week. Thirty five points. And then he had fifty five for the D. Fifty five for the D alone. And then his quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, got him thirty seven. All right. You know, so you know what your you know what your D scored? Negative Didn't something. Didn't even score a point. Yep. <laughs> That's horseshit. Horrible. So was that the horseshit. total game, Andy, for you? Uh, no, I would say game of the week was myself over Nanigay week two. Uh, the total game of the week. Uh, who did Travis play? Uh, so yeah, last week. let's say Pate and Travis on week two for uh total game. So Aaron, what's total game? Uh, all three of Travis's games. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I don't know. I mean, look, Travis it, is going to bounce back. He has Le'Veon Bell now, but you know, his, his loss to Doug was, was staggering. Pate and Hoofter. I mean, they they had essentially bye weeks. They could have, if they wanted to, they could have rested their starters and played their rookies, and it would have been the same outcome. I mean, it, it was it was decimating. Ouch! Actually, it would have been worse if I would have played some of my bench. That's Travis is the toilet bowl team, but the toilet bowl game is Doug's week two game. He won with a one eighty two. Schedule finally goes in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brian, what was the toilet bowl game? Just said that. Yeah, bro. Can you listen to the podcast? <laughs> Doug, what was the toilet bowl game? Did you say? I don't I don't remember. I didn't hear you say it. I heard Doug say it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't hear Brian. I, I said it. Okay. Andy, what about you? Did you pick one? Yeah, I already said it. All right, moving on. Brian, who got passworded as tacoed? Oh man. Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah. Big time I'm gonna easy. Say, yeah, I'm gonna it, go it back was to Anna Gay. I'm gonna go back to yeah, week two. Yeah. Week two with Nana Gay? I was Doug, scheduled yeah. to beat him. Uh, it doesn't matter. It was this. He, he got right. the second highest score. But, it, but it's you, and yeah, he got the second highest score and lost. I would say I would say that that is definitely first. Close second would be Eric because he was leading by like twenty points, and then you know for whatever reason Palmer went in and just teabagged him. So yeah, I would say that they got passwords taco. Andy, anybody for you? Uh, I got passwords taco this week. I okay. Say that. I would disagree. Moving on to week four, we have Brian versus Eric, Pate versus Palmer, Battle of the Peas, Doug versus Oberg, Aaron versus Nanagate, Kevin versus Tybo, Andy versus Travis. Doug, what is your game of the week? Game of the week has got to go to a divisional one. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Hoofter versus Brian. All right. And Brian, do you agree? I have to agree. Circle gets the score. Andy. I agree. (laughs) And and we're all in agreement. Four people give it to Brian versus Eric. This would have been a bigger game if it was two v one, two and one versus two and one, but it's not. Doug, uh, just quick analysis here. Something that's very important for you is that you need Eric to win because if Eric wins, then they're going to both be two and two. And even if you lose, you'll still be a game and a half ahead. But if you win as well, you'll be two and a half games ahead. So that is what your hope is. Brian, you want to win. You want Doug to lose, obviously, so that way you can be very competitive in that uh, all-important divisional race. Uh, like Doug has some making up, making points up to do. Against yeah, Oberg, well, but well he's got, I mean, form anyway. I mean, he's got three divisional wins. That is, that is huge. I mean, as, as huge as whatever Andy is playing with right there. It's collusion. <laughs> it's collusion. <laughs> it's about the right size. Uh, Brian, Brian, what is the Toilet Bowl game of the week? For this week coming up, Mm-hmm. I'm going to read the future. 
Uh, oh, it's Travis's game. <laughs> All right, Eddie and Travis. <laughs> I agree. agree. I agree. All right, and we're going to go 4-0 and on that one. <laughs> Who is most likely to get passworded as Taco, Doug? Andy. Me. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Okay. Me. Andy, Andy, Doug. I- I'm going to go with Andy as well. So we're uh, not all in agreement, but uh, it's three and one for that. 150 to 145. <laughs> I, I'm thinking Andy's team also just shits the bed. But Fitzpatrick throws five interceptions again. I'm not uh, playing him. Six. It doesn't matter. But, you know, he, he's not going to be able to throw them to Marshall and Decker. He's going to be, he's going to throw five pick sixes. Right, <laughs> because that was a if, great idea if, to if, have if, two, two wide receivers of the same team. Well, I, well actually, I did it. Be, um, it was a strategy. No, I said, it I was said, a horrible one. No, because uh, you lost because of it. I had a it feeling that Borman was going to try to pick up Decker, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to screw him. Why don't you try over. to trade him then to him? Yeah, well, why I, didn't you accept my trade when I offered that you, was a uh, shit Bryant trade. Marshall. A shit it was not trade. A shit trade. You basically offered me guys that you would get in like the sixth and seventh round for it. Might, well, Des too, but I, anyways. But I, I truthfully believe that they that they are worth Wait, more. Who scored only five points? I think in the, this last week, Brandon Marshall. And was what, it? what did he score the la, the two previous? What, what did Des Bryant score? What, what did Des Bryant score? Fourteen. Yeah. What did What did Marvin Jones score? I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I did. It was like fifty points. <laughs> By the way, one of the things but I see, love now, see, according to according to Andy's logic, though, he would never have accepted that trade because I got Marvin Jones in like the eighteenth round. <laughs> That's true. What what's interesting? I don't know if they had this last year, but this year, when you click on a player, you can go to player history and see when they've been dropped, picked up, traded, and everything. And so I'm really looking forward to the Whitney of the league, the one that you know everybody has a turn with. <laughs> It'll say picked up by Aaron, dropped, picked up by Joe, dropped, picked up by Joe again, dropped, picked up by Joe, dropped. That sounds like it's real life. <laughs> nope, that, that was that the was. joke. Um, all right. Well, uh, moving on to uh, KSL news then. Um, just uh, real quick to recap my posts uh, that I had done. Um, PB&J, we have Dave Pate out in the lead at 3-0. and Are we all in agreement Pate is going to control that division and win it? Yes. He's in the easy division this year. Yeah, it looks like the easy division. And moving on to the guy who is going to challenge him, which is Kevin at 2-1. and Kevin's only loss actually came to Dave. Bullshit. Uh, they, Johnny has a better chance of beating uh, Nana, or uh, Pate. And they, they don't meet again until week nine, which is which is important because that could potentially be for the division. But here's my question. Kevin has lost Adrian Peterson and now J.J. Watt for the year. So is Kevin going to fall from grace? Is he going to... You know, kind of be in that 180 point range where he might get a win if the other team really sucks. Is that what you're expecting now, Andy? Oh, I hope so. Oh, I, I hope so. I, ho- I hope. First back drafted. I hope Kevin goes three and ten. Probably his first player. You hope Kevin goes three and ten. And Brian, what do you think? Do you think that Kevin is uh, in poised for a fall? Yep. AP All was right. probably his first one of his first players drafted, and that's. It's big when you lose. Your actually, that, I think that was his first uh, dra- round draft break because I was actually going to pick up AP and I was furious that I did not get him. And it's now I'm excited. Trade. Different when you trade your player like I did. <laughs> and Doug, what about you? What do you think about, uh, you know, Nanagay, who is also in that division, who has started off the season 0-3, uh, uh, not typical fashion for him? Uh, do right. you think that... 
Do you think he's going to write the ship? No, I don't think he is. Um, you know, and Nanny has had some great teams in the past. And, and I think I called it at the very beginning of the year that he is going to be the fall from grace uh, player besides me. But since I trade away all my draft picks, it didn't matter. Um, but Dave o- over the years has, has constantly been up there and one of the best ones. So uh, this fall from grace is, is really hitting him hard. And I, I wouldn't, I do not see him getting to the playoffs. Interesting. Yeah. I, 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 I bet just... Dave wins that division. <laughs> <laughs> just because I said all that. Well, well, there's another Dave there. So, um, oh, that is true. I, you know, I think that Nana Gay finishes the year probably five and eight would be my guess. I think that he's going to uh, trade some wins. He, he's in a tough matchup with Pete. Uh, you know, him and Pete uh, tend to uh, battle each other pretty well. Uh, so I think that'll be tough. And I think Oberg will get another win against him. And yeah. Kevin and him also, they they battle each other pretty well. So, you know, in the division, he might be one in five. You know, that might be his downfall. Uh, and then he gets wins outside of the division. Uh, it might be tough for him. And Oberg, you know, he's a scrapper. He could be, you know, five and eight as well, or even six and seven. Uh, moving on, though, to the... Uh, let, let, let's talk about five bucks below the belt first. Uh, Doug, you're at the top with three and oh. Uh, Brian has two and one. Eric at one and two. And Travis at oh and three. Uh, Brian, uh... Very similar to last year, you were uh, nipping at Doug's heels for the longest time, and it wasn't until the very end of the season where finally uh, Doug broke away and uh, was able to win the division. Do you see that happening again, or are you going to overtake Doug? I don't know. I think it'll be pretty close. It looks like it's going to be that way. Points four were both pretty similar compared to the other half of the division. (laughs) Uh, I I think it'll be within a game or two. And Doug, what do you think about Eric? Eric has had two very close losses. Not not as close as last year where he lost by like half a point. Um, but, <laughs> 0.05. Yeah. Um, to, to Brian. Uh, but uh, do you think do you think Hoofter is going to right the ship? And do you think that he is? Do you think he has a chance at the division being two and a half games back? Um, chance at the division? I don't know. He, I mean, he's got. If any of the – he's got the players that can do it. It's just a matter of uh, will they perform for him. Uh, he's got a couple people on by this week, so it's going to be a little bit tougher for him. Uh, but once they come back, then you got them for the rest of the, the year. Uh, I do not see myself going uh, undefeated the whole year, unfortunately. Uh, in fact, I probably will only win maybe – I would say even maybe three or four more games. Really? So you are at three and zero, and you only think you'll you'll end the season at six and seven or seven and six? Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, wow. I I love my IDP players, but unfortunately, uh, I know week five is going to be really really bad for me. Uh, this week, my matchups don't look that very well, and I'm not projected to win. But uh, we're going to hope for some hope for the best, and hopefully, I can make some good decisions on my wide receivers and start the best ones instead of the ones that I leave on my bench. Um, I, I know I'm stacked at wide receiver, feel really good about wide receiver, but my running backs just, they, they're not there. All right. And, and Andy, how do you feel about Travis? Travis has started off 0-3. He's actually facing you this week, uh, but he has Le'Veon Bell back and uh, potentially a healthy Rob Gronkowski. Do you think that Travis is going to uh, make up for his uh, his three losses and maybe make the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, has he won a has he won a game yet? Are you serious? ASL? 
Wait, you're serious, right? I I, I was. Travis yeah. has not won this year, no. Oh, it's okay. He's only played one of their season, right? Uh, three others. Oh, okay. So he did. He has at least won one game. <laughs> he went ten and two in two thousand and nine. I think it was. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, that that year, him and uh Palmer met in the playoff in the the finals. Uh, Palmer was eleven and one that year, and Travis was ten and two. So I mean, they were. It was the two best teams for that sure. Was one, that's one of the years I blocked out because I didn't make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think you're only four and eight, actually. So, makes sense. Uh, Andy, uh, moving on to the Lulls, uh, let me ask you about Ty Boardman, who is zero and three. Do you think that uh, Boardman is going to make the playoffs? <laughs> he might, just because he's been lucky all these years. So, there's a chance. You know, don't count count him out yet. All right, and Brian, uh, your brother-in-law, Ty Palmer. Uh, he has two pretty big wins, but uh, he has a loss to you. Uh, do you think that Palmer has a team that's going to uh, be be challenging Andy and Aaron for their uh, for the division? I, I think he has a very good chance to win the division. He's points four. He's just pretty much way out in front all by himself, only because he had three hundred in one week. Mm-hmm. The week he played me, uh, and. and He's he's got the team. Apparently, he's got the team to go to score big. So he's got a got a good chance to win that division. And Doug, for you, the Hughes brothers, both two and one, tied with Palmer, who is also two and one. Out of the the two Hughes brothers Tight teams, division. who do you think has the better chance of winning the division? I think Andy has the better team overall. Uh, it's just a matter of Andy playing and being a good, better, you know. A better commissioner, I guess, for his team. A better manager for his team. You know, and looking for the long haul of, of what his team can do and and looking at trades and, you know, making sure that they don't last two weeks long. I would agree. I think that Andy does have a, a better team. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, with the scheduling for this week, he, he took on, um, you know, uh, Kevin, who obviously had a monster week. So, you know, Can I play Travis every week. <laughs> you know, it's going to happen one though. more time. Kevin's going to start <laughs> shitting here and he's just going to, he's just going to suck it up from here on out. Except when he plays me. Oh, wait, he doesn't play me anymore. So he's probably going to lose out. <laughs> he's a lucky well, Doug, motherfucker. Doug, the one thing that you have. Lucky you motherfucker. Is that you are three and zero in your division. So you will right. constantly have half a game up on yeah. the competition, which is very important. Very, very important. It is, and and I'm very surprised to be three and zero right now. Um, I was kind of counting on myself to being either one and two or two and one, uh, with with a figuring either a loss to Hoofter or loss to to Brian, uh, but hopefully winning the other one. And I knew I was going to be Travis. I mean, that's just. (laughs) I mean, it's like you get you wake up, you have breakfast, you beat Travis, and then you know you you just go about the rest of your day. All right, and uh, we have survival and pickums news. So Doug, Frail, and Kevin are leading in the uh, in, in the pickums. Uh, Doug, do you think you're going to win pickums again, or do you think that uh, Kevin or Frail are going to overtake you? Uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, I've been very very good at pickums uh, in the past. Uh, last actually couple of years, I've not been doing so well. I've made some late comebacks, but um, just got down in the middle of the week. So. Uh, I like the picks that I have. We'll, we'll we'll go with it, and we'll see if uh, if they can uh, if I can just keep the race going. 
So just a very minor, I know Andy had uh, pointed out that he had always wanted to have a team that they always pick the favorites. And I decided to do something a little different. So we have a team take me out to the ball game. And that is uh, a, a one that I created and it only picks the home teams. So I literally went through all 17 weeks and picked only the home team to win. No, so gonna, no, you're supposed to pick the favorite, not the home. Team. I know, I know. But the thing is, I'm not going to check that every single, you know, I'm not going to check that, you know, on Thursdays and on Sundays to pick the team. So Why I thought the fuck it would be, not? Uh, because I have two children that I have to take care of and I masturbate constantly. <laughs> soundbite. That is a soundbite. I am not going to forget that one. So anyway, we have survival. <laughs> Brian, you are still alive in survival. In fact, it's you, myself, Doug, Nanagate, Kevin, and Andy left in survival. Andy's, Wait, Andy's left? No, no, he's not left. I just, you know, didn't want him to feel. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Eliminated week two. He couldn't even get past week three. It's it's a record for me. <laughs> I, this you know might what? be a record. You. <laughs> it, it honestly might be a record for me too. So, uh, Brian, what what is it, who do you have survival wise this week? Who are you picking so that way I can make sure that I don't pick them as well? I'm picking every team that plays the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good good strategy. I pick Cincinnati. Brian, who did you pick? Whoever's playing the Bears. Literally, who who's playing who's playing the Bears? Uh, the Lions are playing. I pick. I'm Detroit. actually I'm I'm a little worried. I'm I did I thought about that too, but I did not pick the Lions. What about you, Doug? Who did you pick? I'm going with kind of the same strategy as Brian is, but I have chosen to beat up on the Browns. So I'm going with Washington. <laughs> not, a, not a bad choice. I, I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to go with what everybody else is doing. Well, so that's, that's good. I mean, we have three separate teams here. So, right. so the likelihood know. of one of us going on could be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Likelihood of all of us going on. Now, I said I've been, I've been shitting myself on uh, survival every week. Every week, my team has had to come back from behind and uh, win. I had or, or won in overtime. Yeah, I had Baltimore I in week two also. <laughs> that so that's Miami. I'm starting to get a little bit worried about Cleveland because, you know, Baltimore had to come back and then Miami had to go to overtime. So what's Washington going to do? I know, right? But as long as they don't shoot themselves in the foot, and that's what every team has done against Cleveland. But luckily, they've been all able to bounce back. Yeah. Now, Andy. Is there anything else that you want to add for our, our uh, we're a quarter of the way through the season now in the regular season? Yeah, fuck uh, Kevin. Fuck Kevin. You know why? Because he called me and I know why he called me. He only called to say, hey, who won in our matchup? <laughs> oh, I had the better team. My, my, my defense, you know, they only put up 50 some points and the rest of my guys shit themselves. And yeah, your D guys did real well. But come on. I mean, my defense, you know, they c- carried my team. That's what Kevin would you know say. What, you know what's amazing is that uh, can you imagine what it would have been like ten years ago with the way that you had the defensive points set up? He would have got probably two hundred points from from Kansas City. I know. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Anyone yeah. lost by like six hundred points. <laughs> <laughs> he had Zach Miller, the shitty tight end for the Bears, decided like you know what. I'm going to do good today. Two touchdowns, 72 yards, Two touchdowns. eight catches. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, he did tear it up with four TDs. It's Aaron Rodgers, though. I mean, that's different. Like yeah. Zach Miller. That was a surprise. Carlos know, Hyde decides to do something. Finally. Uh, Hyde, uh, you know, against uh, Seattle's defense. I, I understand. I, I hear you there. KC's you know. defense, 55 fucking points. 
Who did they play? Yeah. They they played the Jets. Yeah, yep. well, the Jets couldn't do shit. Yeah, how did those uh, wide receivers do for you for the Jets again? They got you five points total. I mean, they might as well. At least they, at least they didn't get five points sacks. total. Des Andy, Bryant scored more than both of them combined. And in all honesty, you should get rid of one of them. I want to, but you and, won't accept the trade. I got rid of Andy. I, asked, hey, I got Andy, Marvin Jones. Andy, Andy, you know what you do? Ask him to sweeten the deal and and just move up one one uh, draft position. Oh, I'm so, sorry, I, Doug. They got say, nine, nine I even offered him some draft picks and he still said no. What? Yeah. Yeah, his 21st and 22nd round. For yeah, 23rd and 24th. Actually, like, you, well, Andy, you were the one that was talking, oh, look, you know, you get those players. Guess what? Now you don't have to worry about the 23rd or 24th round because you get 21st and 22nd. Yeah. That's a good deal. I gave you a starting running back. A better wide receiver than you have, and draft picks. You, you guys are still talking. All, I mean, all for wait, hold on. You you gave him that all for Brandon Marshall and Ezekiel Elliott. Oh well, shit. Yeah, no, don't do that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's wait, a bad wait, 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 wait. But look what Ezekiel Elliott did this week. How many touchdowns he got, did he, he get? Got, he got vultured. Yeah. How many, do you think that's going to happen every week? Because I do. I They're not going to let him go into the end zone. They're not going to let him go into the end zone. He will run between the 20s, and that's about it. But he has a chance, though. That's the big thing. If he breaks one loose. Well, okay, let me ask you this, Doug. Uh, going forward, would you rather have Ezekiel Elliott on your team or Alfred Morris? I would rather have Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Well, I've got Alfred Morris, and I'm not dropping him. Elliot's going to get hurt or get Well, arrested. look at uh, what Bradshaw did that one year when uh, Gore ran between the 20s and Mon Bradshaw has like three touchdowns a game. Yeah, I remember that. So Alfred Morris is a credible back. He's just. So is Tevin yes, Coleman. I, yeah. <laughs> he is a good. No, Tevin Coleman is a good back. I really wanted him in the draft. I think he went. Uh, uh, you said you just traded for him. Uh, but literally, like I had him in the queue, I had him right up, and I think like one pick away from me, and all of a sudden, bam, he's gone. It's like okay. I just proposed a trade to Ty. Let's see if he uh, accepts it. And you should propose a trade to Kevin for Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall for Brandon Marshall. Yes. You need to make that happen. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a really funny trade. <laughs> I would almost get, accept that just for the f- pure fun of it. Or to get Brandon Marshall on your team so you can have both Brandon Marshalls. Yeah, Team Brandon Marshall. Forgetting Brandon Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Fitzpatrick did. Oh. Yeah, he did. He also forgot what team he, he was gifted, playing for. <laughs> he, he gifted the other team. Oh, I do have to say that I was really happy six, with one of those interceptions because it was my guy. He, he ran it back for a touchdown. Man, that kid, that that ass whooping could have been a whole bunch worse if you would have played Fitzpatrick. Well, just think if I would have played New England's defense, they scored fifty-four points and they were on my bench. Well, There's your bench three. always scores good. I know. I think everybody should just pick up people I drop because apparently, like I, I knew Howard was going to do well. I just couldn't hold on to him because I needed to pick up a couple other people. 
That's all right. So, Andy, any last words? I'm sending Kevin a complete shit trade. Brian, any last words for you? Aaron Rodgers and Brandon Marshall for Brandon Marshall and Morgan Burnett. You know. Uh, yeah. Go Bears. And Doug, how about you? Except for this week. <laughs> I just want to point out that I don't think people should look at the Yahoo projections because I think the Yahoo projections are shit. They are. Um, Most of them, yeah. I mean, I have a defensive end guy who is projected to get only five points, and uh, he's averaging, I think, like 15 points a week. So uh, I'll take that. I'll take my uh, my uh, low projections. Sterling Shepard has is, is outdone his projections every week. So when I offer a trade, guys, don't look at the projections as, as Bible or anything, but good God. I've even offered people where I'm down 30 points according to Yahoo projections, and well, they're up 30 points, and people still decline that one. Des Bryant's projected 20 every week almost, and Marvin Jones yes. wasn't even close to that. Right. I have an eye for talent, people. Once I get rid of them, they go off. And that is why he is my recruiter for porn. That is true. Because I have a great eye, and that gets Aaron off. <laughs> All right, and uh, you know the only thing this week is uh, Nanagay. I know you're listening. Uh, you had texted me saying that you're going to listen and that you were looking forward to hearing the podcast. And I just want you to know, while you know, hopefully you're listening to this while you're on your route and you're dropping off some mail right now. And I hope that uh, I, I hope you get diarrhea. <laughs> That's what I hope. <laughs> I, I hope. You, I hope while you're delivering the mail, you you, you try to try to a little little pooter out, and you go oh. I need to use somebody's bathroom. Oh my gosh. And, and you have to hurry up your route because you have a loose stool. That is what I hope for you. And I'm going to beat you this week. Okay, so yeah. You hope that he poops himself. Brian, what do you think about my trade? Wait, hold on. Uh, Andy, Andy. It'll, it only benefits me, but you know, Andy, I'll take Andy, it. End the, end the show. And Thank you to 86 Productions and Section 86 for hosting uh, any of the podcasts. <laughs> I want to thank all the players in the league, especially the crappy ones. Each time I play them, I really appreciate that. And for Brian Chatee, <laughs> Doug Hahn, No Bulge, I am Andrew, and until next time, we'll see you on the gridiron. I'm going to have to take you up on that. I should have actually called Aaron a cup. It's been a while. Yeah. Speaking of which, where is my a cup at, Andy? Fitz, is Fitzpatrick in my in his twenty fourth round good for Will Sean McCoy in my sixth round pick? So high.